What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm fucking glad you're here. I'm fucking pissed off, dude. I recorded an episode drunk, like at 2 a.m. I listened back to it. It was pretty great, with the only fucking exception that I didn't turn on my microphone. I was recording with the fucking microphone of my laptop, dude. It sounded like a hearing in court, you know? Like, for some reason, the audio is always off, you know? It sounded like fucking... It sounded like a police interrogation when you're watching Dateline. Like, those... Like, get a better mic, you know? Isn't isn't this a fucking interview happening in the interviewing room of the FBI? Why don't you have quality mics, motherfucker? The fuck's going on? What? Why doesn't the government provide better mics? I mean, you're listening into all of our devices. Get better mics in your interrogation room so I don't have to read subtitles when I'm watching Dateline, motherfucker. That's all I'm asking for. Okay, I pay my taxes. You're not gonna fix the fucking roads? Fine. At least get better mics and interrogation rooms so I could be fucking paranoid whenever I walk the streets after watching Dateline. Motherfucker, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it, you know, and I recorded the episode. It was fucking great. I was actually pretty coherent for how much beers I had in my little belly, you know? I mean, I was walking and I, you could feel that wish, wash, wish. That's the worst, man. When you could feel like liquid in your stomach, you know? And there's something about like, I've always wanted to like, swallow gummy bears and and just see if I could feel a splash effect <laughs> but that would probably make me puke you know that's a weird thing to want I, don't, I think no one has ever thought that <laughs> dude I have that problem I'm not sure if it happens with other comics I mean I doubt other comics listen to this I don't listen to other comics podcasts like especially comics in my group of comics because you, I, I feel like you can't you know I feel like you're going to start feeling, well, why am I not doing that? You should just do your own thing. This is my thing. And I fucking... But, you know, I will share their content. I won't watch it. <laughs> but I'll share it. I want to help you. But I was saying something. I completely lost track. Oh, I have this fucking problem. This originality problem. Like, I always want to say original things. You know, I don't want to regurgitate what other people are saying. I want to I want to come up with original ideas. But sometimes I'm so desperate with original ideas that I just say crazy shit, you know? Just just like that. Oh, so when I have a stomach full of liquid, I want to I wanna fucking swallow some gummy bears and see if I can feel a splash. What's wrong with me? You know what? Don't, don't I have anything important to care about in life? <laughs> that my brain goes into that fucking direction? The fuck's my problem? Jesus fucking Christ. You know what happens? And, and it's... It's especially when I'm writing, sometimes I'm like, this is way too out there. Like, the, like yesterday I was trying to write about, like, conjoint twin midgets. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> Why am I doing that? And then I was, like, writing about hybrid fucking hybrid conjointed twins. Like, one is black, the other one's a midget. And shit. I'm like, what am I doing? What? This is never going to fly anywhere on stage. Just take a couple steps back. Calm the fuck down. You know, I know you want to be original, 
but you're just being, you're just sounding like a schizophrenic right now. <laughs> Too much originality, I think, is a little bad. Because that, that's what schizophrenia is, man. You know, those crazy people on the street just saying psychobabble shit where you're like, that's cre- that's too creative. <laughs> that is scarily creative, you know. But fuck, man. I, I was And I was drinking. I was spilling shit. I hate spilling shit, man. There's something about spilling shit that just emasculates me. <laughs> it makes me feel like less of a man. You know, like, have you ever spilled something in a restaurant and everyone like, and, and you, you, you're you not even in my table. And they're like, look at you like, man, look at that weak human being. <laughs> There's something so weak and so just, ugh, man, about someone spilling something. You know, like if you're a guy, like you should be able to have control of your body. You should be able to have muscles. You should be able to dig holes provide and build shelter, be able to create things with your hands, fix cars, man, lift heavy shit, at least move the fucking refrigerator to dust under it, you know? But if you could do that, at least don't fucking, number one, don't overpour. You know, you should have control over your muscles and don't fucking spill. It's a fucking, it's a fucking 12 ounce cup and it has eight ounces of water so why are you spilling shit (laughs) there's four there's a four ounce wall a protective barrier and you're still spilling shit like a fucking moron it feels just petty it's just (laughs) you know like if i like (laughs) like you've ever seen someone spill someone and you think yeah i think i could take that guy like (laughs) There's just something weak about it. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> and when and when a guy, at least me, and maybe this is like a toxic masculinity thing that I have to fucking address to myself. But whenever I spill something, I feel like I have a. I feel like I. Have, I feel like everyone in the room thinks I have a small dick. You know, like I don't have a big dick that provides me a great center of gravity. You know, or or maybe I feel like it disqualifies me as a mate. Because it's like, okay, that guy's balls are not hanging enough. It doesn't have enough cum inside of them, you know? Maybe he has very lightweight sperm, you know? Maybe they're so weak. <laughs> they're so lightweighted that they won't be able to penetrate the the initial wall of the ovum. and won't be powerful enough to penetrate that wall and fertilize. He has weak sperm. Loose nuts, man. You know, they fucking... <laughs> they, they, they fucking flap around in a breeze. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I don't feel masculine. And then I work at fucking Starbucks, and, I, and I'm still learning shit. And I'm con... I, dude, in like a six-hour shift, I'm, I spill shit like five times in a five-hour period. That's spilling once every hour. I'm emasculating myself because of my dumb beliefs. Once an hour, it's fucking painful. I hate spilling. I hate it. God damn, man. You know, especially when you're drunk. Dude, if you're spilling when you're drunk, if you, if you spill a little beer when you're drunk, you're like, fuck, everyone knows. <laughs> it sucks, dude. Have you ever spilled a drink in front of a cop or when a cop car's when a, when a cop car is passing by? I'm always freaked out. Like, 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 even if I'm not driving, I'm like, they're going to tail us, man. They're going <laughs> to, I'm a paranoid fuck. 
But dude, I don't know. I've, I've been a little negative lately. I want to talk about that. You know, I went to this fucking comedy show and um, lately I feel like I have, I have, it's not like I feel like, I know I haven't per- been performing to real audiences. It's fucking frustrating. I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to perform in front of a real audience because I've been doing like open mics where you see the same faces, same people. It's like, I'm doing the same material. You guys know all these punchlines. You're like, what's the point? It feels like, what's the point? You know? And obviously I know the point. You know, but I've been so negative that I've just, just haven't been, you know, just, I kind of like slipped on positivity, man. You know, it just slips sometimes and it just, it feels like a waste of time and I know it's not. No, every set counts. Every set. Stage time is stage time, you know, but you know, and I've just been like performing to almost no audiences and these dumb open mics. It just feels bad, man. And you and I and I not, and also I'm not giving myself enough credit because I've been writing a lot, you know. I've been doing one bit, one new bit every fucking week, which I was something unimaginable. I would write one new bit every two months, you know. I've been doing. I, I would be stuck doing the same dumb five minutes for two months, you know. I and I and I always try to shake it up a little bit, you know. So at least it's forced me to do that. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, man, this doesn't feel real. And I found I was kind of bummed out, you know, and my mind is like, like I have, apparently I have this game with myself and I do this game completely like unconscious. Like I don't realize that I'm doing it, you know, because I'm just, I don't know. My brain could run a bunch of negative scenarios, just one after the other. You know, and the, and apparently the game is to get myself so worked up and so angry that my eyebrows lower to the point where they are in my line of sight. Like, my brain is trying to fuck with me. And not my because obviously it's me. You know, I have to change a couple of things about myself. But it's like, it's, it's like if I'm playing, how fast can I see... My eyebrows. How quickly are my eyebrows going to be in the line of sight? And it just happens out of nowhere. Like I could wake up in a great mood. No traffic. No one fucking cuts me off. Like everything's great. You know You know those days where you fucking wake up and you have energy? You know? Those days you don't hit the snooze button. Those days where, where, where you don't say. Where you don't go. Huh, or fuck. Or shit. Or one of those four-letter words when you wake up. You just wake up and you're just happy to be alive. Well, all of a sudden, when I'm at work, you know, and I'm doing fuck a bunch of frappuccinos for a bunch of, you know, people who are willing to pay for them for some reason. Which, by the way, I want to talk about something. There's this one frappuccino because I just, I, you know, I decide to try them. You know, I get a free drink when before and after my shift so why not try some of some of their fucking items right there's no other way i would try all the items in starbucks if it is if it wasn't that way and i had this one frappuccino and it was this fucking it was it, it's it's a classic it's called the the fucking java chip frappuccino and it has like chocolate and then it has these like chocolate chips inside of them and you blend them you know with the ice well some of the chips they don't blend completely, but they're still small enough to fucking fit through the straw, right? 
So you can't really slurp that thing hard because all of a sudden you're fucking hacking over a chocolate chip, man. You're fucking coughing it out. You know, part of you's mad, thinking like, dude, if I studied, you know, I've I've I learned how to walk, I learned how to talk, I learned how I learned all my my multiplication tables, I learned how to divide, I learned trigonometry, I learned two languages, and I'm going to fucking die over a tiny rectangular piece of fucking chocolate chip. It was, it, I, I don't know why people buy them. And it's way too much sugar. It's too much for me. It's, it's ridiculous. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing these drinks. I know most of them. I'm in autopilot. And all of a sudden, you know, just the back of my head starts working. Just fucking with me, man. Just fucking with me. Oh, tomorrow tomorrow is your mother's birthday. Man, you'll be lucky if she has another 15 years left. <laughs> you know? Or I'm thinking just super negative shit. Like, wow, this is a lot of work for minimum wage. Man. Man, you have a couple of bills that you couldn't pay this week, huh? <laughs> I had to ask my mom for money, you know? And it's like, wow. Wow, that plan of graduating, you know, downgrading your bachelor's degree to an associate's degree to then leave Puerto Rico to pursue to, to pursue your dumb, probably unachievable fantasy to become a stand-up comic is, is sure not working out for you, huh, fella? And it's just, I'm just, just, I'm getting waterboarded with negativity and I'm just, dude, all of a sudden, like, I, could, I realize I'm doing this to myself. When I see my eyebrows and my line of sight. And it's just fuck, man. It's just fuck. And I'm working at Starbucks. This is supposed to be the happiest place in the world, right? Like, after fucking Disney. And I, you, you're supposed to have this jolly old attitude. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. And I'm just this... I just want to die, you know? I you, you ever been just angry? and you And you just think of, like... Very creative ways to hurt yourself. <laughs> you know? Like, dude, I just want to fucking poke my pinky in my, inside my both ears as hard as I can to not hear another fucking customer order of another fucking Frappuccino or whatever the fuck. I'm just negative as hell. And I need to fucking change that. And I don't know, man. I've been going to these shows and didn't work out. And the last one, I was really bummed out, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I was really bummed out. You know, I drove 45 minutes, paid a fucking toll of 150, you know, to get to this fucking place, which I knew no one was going to be there. I fucking knew no one was going to be there. And I just, I ended up performing in front of four people. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck did I get myself into, you know? I'm just bummed out. Just fucking, I just wanted to, oh man, I don't know. And I was driving back just with, a, with shame, man, with fucking shame. And all of a sudden I receive a phone call, dude. And it was my guardian fucking angel, dude. It was a friend of mine, one of my only friends that she just loves partying. You know, he's my party buddy. He's my des designated party buddy and I'm and he says do you want to hang out in San Juan I was I I just left you know so I was just five minutes away 
I you turned that motherfucker and dude, I partied the anger away, man. It was so much fun. Drinking, you know, I met some chicks, just had a great time, man. And I fucking realized something. Because where we hanged out is at old San Juan. And there's a lot of tourists there, you know. And old San Juan's pretty fucking expensive. It is. There's a lot of bars and just in San Juan and fucking general that are expensive. And I broke it down. This is how you could find a cheap bar in San Juan. If there is Spanish music being played, it's super cheap, dude. If there's English music, get the fuck out of there. You're paying five bucks for a beer that costs one fifty at the gas station. You know what I fucking mean? It's fucking crazy. It, you're getting you're getting fist fucked, okay? And it's kind of hard for me to go out and drink to those places. And they're pretty nice. Don't get me fucking wrong. But it's just, you know, we don't have liquor stores. At least where I live, there's no liquor stores. My liquor stores are the gas stations, man. <laughs> dude, if it wasn't for gas stations, I would be a much healthier person. I wouldn't drink as much, dude. It's crazy. And now I'm, I'm pretty sure they do it at every other local gas station, but... A lot of the gas stations in my area, which is pretty weird. We don't even have a Taco Bell, dude. Okay? Okay? We have one McDonald's. And that McDonald's is overpriced. Because they could get away with it. Okay? They don't have they don't have all these magnificent specials. You know, you can't use the McDonald's app at this McDonald's. It's like an old-fashioned McDonald's and everything is like two bucks more expensive because they can, okay? And lately, at, and it just caught me by surprise, at my local gas stations, they're bringing fucking just artisanal beers, dude, at a very good price. I'm, I'm, oh, it's great. So, you, so again, dude, if you're hanging out in Puerto Rico and you hear English music, dude, if you hear Rihanna, get the fuck out of there, man, Okay? First off, there's going to be no... Okay, there's going to be locals, but not the fun locals. Locals, not locals. And this is what I noticed. I went to this one bar and there was like... There was fucking reggaeton, which is basically like some type of like urban Puerto Rican hip-hop or whatever. And the way you dance that is basically like just... Swaggy dry humping. It's the only way I could fucking explain it. It's the weirdest dance. You know, it's like if... We were all like, okay, I understand how salsa could be sens sensual, you know, and sex, but we want full on sexual. Like I want to put, I want to put my, my urine stick in your poo poo cushions. You know what I mean? Just with the, just, it's dry humping and it's great. I think it's like after mayonnaise and ketchup, which apparently is Puerto Rican. You know, that's the best mix in the world and fucking tostones. Fucking rhythmic dry humping is the best thing ever. It's it, We call it perreo, which the literal translation is dogging. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's so on the nose. Like, we, it's on the nose. You know, we want to hang out to fuck. And if we don't fuck, we... We'll fuck dancing with clothes on, man. It's pretty intense, man. I don't have the knees for it. <laughs> I don't have the... Dude, your legs will get exhausted. I don't know how women can fucking do it. And 
I went to this one bar and there was a lot of fucking tourists and shit. And there was a lot of these loco chicks, dude. And they were dan- they were using these like Puerto Rican just hip swings on these fucking foreign pelvises and they had no idea what was going on. They were the happiest guys in the whole fucking world. I was fucking amazed. I can't use my local pelvical swings on 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 foreign asses because women were freaked the fuck out and I understand, you know. You know, a lot of cultures they're really like, you know, conservative and I get it. It's not for everyone. But it's kind of hard as a guy, man, to want to dance like that with lo- with fucking tourists because you're going to freak them the fuck. It's kind of creepy, man. It's kind of creepy because you if you don't know the culture, it, it's gonna creep you the fuck out. Like, hey man, you wanna date? You wanna dry hump to this song? This is my song, man. You know, it's creepy. It is. But dude, these chicks just fucking dancing on these tourists—that's patriotic as fuck, man. That's more patriotic than any fucking thing you could ever fucking think of, man. It's more patriotic than Santa Claus. It's more patriotic than than the fucking red, white, and blue. It's more patriotic than a star on a fucking flag. Okay? It's more patriotic than the post office, motherfucker. That shit's patriotic. Okay? I salute these motherfuckers. These chicks fucking just swinging their asses on these foreign boners that are hidden behind a layer of of maybe just jeans because who knows man i mean fucking europeans europeans go out swimming and fucking and fucking speedos it wouldn't surprise me if they freeballed okay these fucking people they go back to their country with bruised dicks and smiles on their faces. <laughs> okay, they're coming back. They're going to come back and, pull, and pump more money into our economy. Thanks to your swinging, beautiful, big, fluffy ass. Thank you, local Puerto Rican women. And you know what? Fuck it. You guys should get tax exemption. You should. If you could, wow, I whistled hard. What, did I chip a fucking tooth? The hell? Happens once in a while. I don't even, I don't even know how that happens. Dude, you should get a tax exception. If you could prove to the government that you fucking robbed those, that, the fucking fat that's been accumulating on your ass because you have perfect genetics and it doesn't get, and, and, and your arms don't get fucking flappy and it doesn't get on your stomach and your toes don't get fat. All the fat of eating all those fucking fried plantains goes into your ass like a real fucking Puerto Rican. And if you could prove to the government that, that you are fucking grinding that instrument of pleasure on foreign pelvises, you if you could prove that, that you're doing at least 10 a year, you should get a tax break, motherfucker. That's what you should do. Those motherfuckers are coming back, and they're gonna they're gonna bring friends, and they're gonna pump more money into our fucking economy. Thank you. <laughs> I had a good time. My point is that I went out, I was feeling bad because of the show, and I was ha- and I had a great time, dude. I had a great time. Jesus, man, I don't know. I need a new hobby. I need to do something. I'm working too much, man. I'm fucking like. I don't know, I'm in a little bubble, and I just, it just, I have to change it, dude, you know, I, I want to see more, because, like, just dumb shit's getting me 
angry and agitated, you know? I have this one coworker. He's a great dude, man. He's a cool dude, high energy, you know, I could talk to him. But he's just fucked. There's just this one thing that's just like, what the fuck is your problem? The fuck are you doing? He fucking... He says, hey, hey, George, what's up, champ? I'm like, Ch he calls me champ. And it wasn't a one-time thing. It's not something that just slips. I mean, sometimes dumb things slip out of your mouth. You listen to my podcast, dumb shit slips out of my mouth. But he calls me champ. And he's like, what the fuck are you, my soccer coach? What's next? Are you going to call me Spike? Are you, you going to call me Buddy? Are you going to call me fucking Little Tiger? Go get him, Tiger. Are you call me a little tyke? You, what the? F what's what? What do you have? A bunch of fucking orange cones in your fucking in the trunk of your fucking car? You you weirdo. Do you have a net full of soccer balls? Are you are you a? Can you can you talk extensively about soccer cleats? The fuck are you calling me champ for? And you and you don't know my winning record in life. You know. What if I'm a what if I'm a loser? You know, and then you're calling me champ, and then I have to like, I'm freaked out, like, oh, this guy thinks I'm a winner. I'm gonna have to, I gotta fucking lie about it. You know, I gotta live a lie when I'm fucking talking to you because you think that I'm a winner. You fuck. Don't call me champ. We're the same age. Go fuck yourself. C call champ someone who's ten years older than you. Fine, but don't call me fucking champ. You fucking weirdo. He calls me champ. He calls me. Just not, just not a literal translation, but it's one of those words like champ. He calls me matatang. He's like, what the f- Where did you get this language from? Who do you hang out with, man? Like, what, like, 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 how many soccer coaches did you have, you know? It's so weird, just weird, dude. Weird way to address another co-worker that's your same age, man. Fucking freaks me out. Freaks me out, man. It's like, well, I'm, not, I'm not your child, I'm not, I don't know what's going on, man. What are your car salesmen? Like, what are you, what's with this uplifting, you're a winner language, you know? Are you trying to sell me something? Are you a fucking salesman, you know? Do you have, uh, later, when I keep on working there, are you gonna open a suitcase one day full of like, full of like fucking rare and illegal and shiny stuff? Like, what, what are you doing? Champ, it just weirds me, weirds me the fuck out. Don't call me champ, you know? I'm not I'm not I'm not completely a winner, but I'm not completely a loser. I'm like 60-40 in the in when it comes to winning, you know? I'm none of those things. I'm in the middle. Fucking calls me I don't know, man. I can't. It's weird it's a weird thing to call someone. Fucking champ. Like what the fuck are you, my stepfather? You know what I mean? What do you wanna fuck my mom? What the what, what, what are you doing? Like, 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 what are you, if you're gonna call me champ, we better go outside and throw a football, man. Because I need fucking... My dad died. He passed away when I was fucking 14. If you're gonna call me champ, you're gonna give me the full stepfather treatment. The full stepfather treatment. Motherfucker. <laughs> you know. Like, you're gonna teach me how to do woodwork. You're gonna teach me how to change the oil and the filtration of my car, dude. Okay? Fucking call me champ. me off because he he, he, he he means well he means such he's such a kind dude but it's just that one flaw man it's just i'm gonna die alone <laughs> <laughs> the 
the things that that I just can't stand. Oh man, did I I think I spoke way too fast through this episode, you know? Like this this could easily be a 1-hour episode and I just crammed it in in fucking 28 minutes. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me. And, well, eh. But they, were, they you know, they kind of help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, If you can't stop thinking about it, don't stop working for it. And thanks to this quote being on coffee mugs, you know, that's the reason why we're in the Me Too era. Anyways, thank you very much for anyone who's listening to this podcast. Again, I really fucking appreciate it. I appreciate the one or two people who have reached out and told me, hey, I like this shit. I fucking appreciate it, man. And just please, man, recommend this podcast to a friend. Recommend one of the good episodes. There are some shitty episodes. I'm still still figuring this shit out, but... Anyone who's listening to this to the end, like always, thank you very much. I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Oh, by the way, follow me on all my social media, Instagram, Facebook. All that is on the episode notes. I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.